That's it, I'm not doing anything this month. No just one drink drinks, no eating at that new steak restaurant place, no new amazing trainers that... Wait, what? I've got an extra 20% off. And loads of offers at my favourite shops and restaurants every month. OK, well, you'd almost be rude not to. January does only come once a year, right? Yes, January, I'm doing this. Join the American Express card members who saved over £10 million last year with exclusive offers in their Amex app. Search why Amex. Enrolment required. Terms apply. That in the boondock That is the boondock People put it down But what you're supposed to do In a small town Bad in the boondocks Bad in the boondocks Lord have mercy can't help me Bad in the boondocks Hey and welcome to Bad in the Boondocks. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Dan. And I am Drew. How's it going, everybody? It's going pretty good. This is just a little bonus episode for our fans, a little something extra we wanted to give y'all. Yeah. To thank you for listening and being a fan. Because we care so much about all of our fans. All of them. Yes. Even the Hard Megxit or Soft Megxit? Have Harry and Meghan misjudged public feeling? And what does their departure mean for the future of the monarchy? With questions mounting, turn to The Telegraph for answers. Subscribe today at telegraph.co.uk. The ones that give us one star shot. We really don't care about you. <laughs> That's a little harsh. Well, I don't. Well, you know, if they don't want to listen, get the hell out, right? Without the one star would be nice. Exactly. <laughs> um, visit our new website, boondockspod.com. You can like our Facebook page, please, and go to Twitter. Follow us at Bad Boondocks. Yep. Hit our, go on to our Instagram and go ahead and press that follow button. Our handle from there is Boondocks Bad and the. If you want to start a little chat, go on and just, you know, send us a comment, throw us a good review, good, good five stars, or leave us a like. We appreciate it very much. And congratulations again to Chastity, our winner of this month's drawing. Yeah. And she chose to get a mug. And we have decided that we're going to do a drawing every month. Yes. So continue to review us on whatever platform you use. Take a snapshot of it and send it to our email. That is boondocks at gmail.com. I think it's... exciting you know I, I, I think it is i would definitely do it to get some a free merchandise and you get to choose from different things yeah i mean i do that all the time to like people's videos but i never win anything but <laughs> you can choose from things such like throw pillows coasters mugs tr- um cups t- t-shirts um let's see i can't remember anything anyway else. there's a good many things you can choose from as your prize but people that have already emailed us if you've already been entered into last month's drawing you are still we keep those names in for this month's drawing yep so you still have a chance every month that you are not a winner you can be a winner the next month maybe hopefully 
the only thing that we will ask is when you get your merchandise, just take a little picture with you and the merchandise and send it to us. Yep. Yeah, you really can't beat that. So a free you, piece of merchandise. Yeah, so then you can brag about it to all of everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, notebooks, tote bags. Those are the other things. Yes, and I actually like the tote bag. Actually, yeah, and I like the leggings. If you weren't, <laughs> but anyways, um, you want to get on into to um, I've got a story for us today. What you got for us? Well, I'm going to be talking about Bila Kiss. Bila Kiss was born in Isak, Austria, Hungary, to Juanos Kiss and Verona Fargo in 1877. He lived in Kinkota, working as a tinsmith, then moved to the city of Budapest. There he worked as an amateur astrologer and was involved in occults. Bella was married to a woman named Marie but she left him after being married for 15 years to run away with her new lover, Paul Bacari, or so everyone thought. Bella told the townspeople that she had ran away, but they could, couldn't ever remember seeing them leave. After him and his wife split in 2012, he hired a housekeeper. Her name was Mrs. Jukebeck. These well, are fascinating names, by the way. Yeah, they're odd, aren't they? Mrs. Jukebeck basically considered him to be a player, talking to many different women by this time and offering services as a fortune teller in newspapers. His housekeeper remembered all the women he would bring to the house, but she never really talked th to them. The townspeople of Budapest saw him sometimes bringing home metal barrels, it became a little suspicious, so police decided to stop by to talk to him. His response to why he owned the barrels was to fill them with gasoline. Then, when World War War, <laughs> World War I always War. do that every time that I try to say something. World War One started in 1914, and he was drafted and left the house to Jukebeck. While he was away in July 1916, the landlord found the seven barrels and reported it to the police immediately. When Detective Chief Carolee Nagy got to the barrels, he smelled a foul odor coming from them, so he opened up an investigation and opened one of the barrels. In it was the body of a strangled woman. Oh, I know the smell had to be horrible. Couldn't you imagine? No. You just smell something that is dead on the road or on the side of the road or in your front yard. Or well, if you smelling something and the barrel's closed. Or in your house, whatever, however you live, you know. We don't know how you it's live. Pretty, it's a pretty bad smell. <laughs> so, um, Yeah. Police decided to search the other barrels in and his home, and they uncovered 24 dead bodies. Wow, that's but, quite but, a few. In know, his house? And in the barrels. So there was like, there were seven barrels, and then around his property, altogether they found 24 dead bodies, but they're still not quite sure. They think that he killed more than that. 
Nagy told the military to arrest Kiss right away. Nagy also arrested Jukebeck and told um, the Postal Services to hold anything that would be coming in to Kiss in case he had an accomplice. Nagy first thought that Jukebeck was his accomplice, accomplice since Kiss had left her money in his will, but she insisted that he that she knew nothing about it and thought that he just um you know filled the barrels with some illicit liquor. Right. Well, that was not the case. There was also a room in his house that Jukebeck was never allowed in that contained bookshelves filled with books about strangulation and poison. There were also letters sent in to him on his desk confirming that he had corresponded with 74 different women. These letters showed that he was defrauding women. He would put ads in the newspapers, preferably, you know, marriage. Love newspapers. Yeah. And convince women to send him money. Well, two of his victims had went to court about him taking their money, and they were never seen alive again. A woman named Margaret Toth Toth, came to Kiss's home in 1906. He forced her to write a letter, letter to her mother saying that she was going to move to America because she couldn't deal with the shame of rejection by Bella Kiss. After she wrote the letter, he strangled her, put her body in the metal barrel, then mailed the letter. Each woman who came to the house was strangled. Kiss dumped their corpses in alcohol and sealed them in the airtight metal drums. Police found that the bodies had puncture marks on their necks and that their bodies were drained of blood. This led them to believe that Kiss was probably practicing vampirism. Oh, okay. <laughs> vampirism. I don't know how to say that. How do I you think say it's it? vampirism. I think it is, but I'm not exactly sure. We're not vampires. We I don't th- know. I literally thought that he was like, just sucked their blood out, but that wasn't the case. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. That would be a little hard unless you put a straw in. And then yeah, the straw I mean, would get clogged up. Well, you know, there's this woman who drinks her own blood. Well, yeah, but she doesn't puncture the neck and just suck it up. Well, technically, she sort of, she drinks her own blood, and then she will sink her teeth down in either, like, neighbors or friends, and they are totally freaked out about it, and she will drink their blood. So, fun fact for you. That's on my strange addiction, so. I thought that was one of your friends. <laughs> Shut up. No, it wasn't one of my friends. Well, sometimes you come home with Mark, and you don't. You claim you don't know where you got him from. Oh, whatever. You're full of it. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, yes, I do come home with Mark's, but. And you don't. You say you don't know where they came from. I do not know where they come from. Shh. <laughs> Nagy got a letter from one of the doctors at a Serbian hospital. Well, it stated that Bella was a patient there recovering. When Nagy got there to arrest the bedridden man, he was gone, 
and in his place was a corpse he had placed in his bed. Oh. Somehow, Bella had been informed of police searching for him, and then he just skedaddled. Skedaddled? Yeah. Well, on many times, speculation arose that Kiss had definitely faked his death by exchanging the identities with a dead soldier named McCurry. (laughs) (laughs) McCurry. During the war. And he was also cited a lot of times within the following years. Many rumors started to what actually happened to him, including that he had been imprisoned for burglary in Romania, or he had died of yellow fever in Turkey. In 1920, a soldier in the French Foreign Legion reported on another legionnaire named Hoffman. The name Kiss had been used in some letters. Well, he had boasted how good he was at using a garret and who fit Kiss's description. A garret? A garret. Yes, I'm not good at different words. I don't know. But anyways, Hoffman slash maybe Kiss, I don't know, deserted before police could ever reach him. The last known sighting occurring in New York City in 1932. Well, in 1932, homicide detective Henry Oswald was certain he had seen Kiss coming out of the New York City subway at Times Square in Manhattan. There were also rumors that Kiss was living in the city and working as a janitor, but these could not be verified. When the police went into the interview, went to interview the janitor, he had already left. So all all these sightings and speculations and stuff like that. Well, Kiss's fate and exact number of victims is still a mystery, and probably won't ever be found out. But that is the story of Bela Kiss. Bela? Mm-hmm. Bela Bella? Yeah. So, so do you think he was sucking the blood out? I think that he probably, he may have even, yeah, I think that sometimes he, he may have sucked a little blood out. A little but, or oh, all the blood? No. Because they didn't have any blood. No, but ultimately I think that he just sort of inserted a tube. And drained it? Yeah. Um, but why? One of the ma- major veins or vascular something. But why? What, what was the purpose of it? Just, I don't know, just just a practice of his. His, his um, what do you call that? Hobby. Yeah. Hobby? That's all I could come up with. Don't judge me. All right, well, I'm going to do... Eight little short stories. Oh, Lord. They're short. But <laughs> it's not always the humans that have the crimes committed against. There are really sickos out there that do heinous things to our beloved animal friends. Oh, no. First, we're going to talk about cats. Poor kitty. We have one in 2010. A black and white cat, its name was Roxy, was placed in a microwave oven for 10 seconds, and it emerged from its smoking. 
She was then shoved into a laundry dryer, yanked out of it, and dunked into a bowl of water. All of this was filmed on a mobile phone by two teenage boys and a middle-aged man. You know what? People are sick bastards. I know that. All three were sentenced for animal cruelty. Roxy survived. That's something, though. How in the world? I have no idea. Does a freaking cat get shoved into a microwave, microwaved, put into a dryer, slant, put put out the dryer? But it makes no sense to me. Then we have a 23-year-old British woman named Laura Cunliffe. She discovered that her kitten named Mowgli had eaten her goldfish. Oh, no, Goldie. Conliff later recalled that she looked at the cat and said, you evil fucking bitch. Whereupon she placed the cat in a microwave oven for a minute. Oh, my God. With the cat's internal organs cooked, Conliff retrieved it from the microwave. And at this point, the kitten began screeching for about 90 minutes until it died. Her defense lawyer claimed that she was mentally ill and had ceased taking her medication. First off, because you... the queen told her to quit. Wow. Do you know how bad that would hurt? Oh, it would be horrible. Your organs are already. I'm sure that's why it was screeching. Cooked inside and they're just waiting to fail. You know, I mean, that would be terrible. Cunliffe was jailed for 14 weeks. That's it? It's not that much. This next one is so sweet. I mean, not sweet the story, but the puppy is so cute. Oh, poor thing, poor thing. And um, oh my goodness, this was in two thousand and eight. Oh, a pair of Australian men kidnapped a fox terrier puppy named Peanut in the middle of the night, and they took him to a park behind some rodeo grounds and recorded themselves slashing him with a knife and garden shears. They amputated two of his legs and severed his nose before they finally decapitated him. They reportedly laughed throughout the video. One of the two men, Jonathan Blake, had previously been convicted of sex crimes. He allegedly had a falling out with Peanut's female owner and tortured the dog as an act of revenge. In late in 2011, we have a female pit bull puppy in Missouri named Cricket. Cricket was dragged by its leash outside a van as its owner, 43-year-old Keith John Parker, Drove while plastered on vodka. Cricket suffered scraped fur, a swollen snout, and lost one of her claws. Parker was sentenced to 93 days in jail, but a police officer ended up adopting Cricket. Oh, wasn't that sweet. Now, early in 2012, a male pit bull puppy in Kentucky named Trooper had his leash attached to the back of a pickup truck and was dragged for nearly a mile down Interstate 55. 
No, an interstate? Yes, according to a director of a local humane society, he could barely sit upon his own. Oh my God, that would be just... He was extremely weak from blood loss. But Trooper survived, and he was put up for adoption. I don't see how these animals survive, because like, I can tell you, animals are a lot more stronger than humans. Because a human probably would have died. In what newspapers refer to as the worst case of animal cruelty ever prosecuted in Tasmania, two young men pleaded guilty to hunting possums late in 2009 and filming themselves as they stabbed and clubbed them to death. To make matters worse, an official with the Royal Society for the Protection of Animals said they either burnt them by spraying aerosol cans on them with a lighter like a homemade flamethrower, or they exploded them. They actually inserted aerosol cans and bound sparklers and fuel into the cavity of the possum and then poured fuel over them, walked away, and threw a match, and they exploded. That is disgusting, though. Like, why would you even want to touch a possum to begin with? I don't know. It's, It's most of them have rabies. Why would you want to get close to it? I don't know. In January of 2010, New Zealander David Snook was sentenced to 28 months in prison. Drunk, he had gone to a former lover's house, argued with her, grabbed the family kitten, and ripped its head off while laughing. Oh my God. A judge called his action callous, brutal, and cruel. The kitten had one life, and you took it. Well, I thought that... Cats had nine lives. Not this one. Oh, Not once they had Devastating. Well, have you seen that cat that fell from the 10-story building? Yes. And walked off. Just yes. walked you off. You have told me that story over. Well, I don't and care. Over. I, I told you again. And over. And then there was these there was these um boys, basically, and it's on tape, but it's not no more. I think they got in trouble for this, but... They basically sent it all around school, and um, they were at the railroad tracks, and they had gotten a kitten. They got a kitten and then basically poured gasoline all over it, set it on fire while it screamed, grabbed it, and threw it all the way up in the air and was letting it land on top of rocks. Then they would put the cat out, and then set her on fire again. Mm. Yeah. Just hatred. I don't understand it. In 2005, a British mother of three named Holly Thacker, allegedly furious that her cat Fluffy had scratched her, grabbed the animal, shoved it into a washing machine, set the water temperature at boil, and allowed it to spin for around 10 minutes until it died. Oh, my God. A veterinarian who examined Fluffy's corpse stated that the cat must have struggled for its life because its claws were shredded. Thacker received a jail sentence of only six weeks. Oh, my God. See, that is messed up. Oh, my God. And she looks like a freaking crackhead. A female crossbred dog in Malta named Star made international headlines in 2011 after 
animal rescue officers investigating a separate case heard her whimpering. They found her beneath a wooden board with a tree stump placed on top of it to weigh it down. Her legs had been tied together and she had been buried alive up to her head, which had been shot 40 times with a pellet gun. She survived for roughly a month before succumbing to death. On a pellet gun. Wow. Well, I've got a pellet gun, but, you know. You better not be shooting animals. (laughs) Oh, wow. In 2011, a Long Island mother of seven, Sharon McDonough, was sentenced to two years in prison for child and animal abuse. She had hosted what her adult son called a concentration camp for animals. McDonough allegedly forbade her younger children from using the bathroom, instead demanding that they urinate and defecate in a bucket. She would kidnap neighborhood cats and dogs, forcing her kids to hold them down as she taped the animals' mouths and noses shut before watching them slowly die. Police found 42 dog carcasses in her backyard. Wow. Her adult son, Douglas McDonough, was the one who informed authorities of his mother's activities. In a letter to prosecutors, he wrote, As one who has witnessed his mother choke the life out of a living animal and physically and emotionally abuse and destroy her own children, I know what she is capable of doing. I fear for my well-being, my sister's, and my six-month-old child. She has already destroyed us to a certain point. Good God. That's what I have. I don't know why, but for some reason. I feel like you should get more time than what people get. Yes, definitely. But for some reason, I get more sad and sympathy for the animals. animals, Well, they're helpless. For animals, because, yeah, they are helpless. They don't have no voice. You know, in, in in a certain extent, a human sort of has... Or could have a chance to escape. An animal doesn't have that, you know? Yeah. I, I put it on the... I put animals as like little babies and kids. Exactly. I do. I mean, I feel the same way because they don't have a voice. They don't have... Well, they don't... They can't do any anything. Defenses. They can't they do anything. They don't have anything. any defenses. I mean, unless you're a big-ass dog and can bite the hell out of somebody, you don't... I mean, what you gonna do? Nothing. All right. I hope y'all enjoy this bonus little mini slash full episode yes um we enjoyed producing it yeah and if you want some merchandise remember to review us and take a snapshot of it for the drawing yeah and send it to bad in the boondocks at gmail.com but if you want to go and just buy some merchandise go to redbubble.com and here's what you'll have to do. It's a little difficult. I don't know why it's like this, but it is. We've emailed them. They said this is how it is. So yeah, you will go to redbubble.com, type in the search field, bad in the boondocks. It will pull up one random item. Who knows what that item will be? Might be a coffee mug. Might be some might be leggings. a mini skirt. Yeah. 
click on whatever item it pops up. Then scroll down that items page and you'll see available on plus 65 items. Click, Click that. that and you will see our full catalog of what we have. Yep. Promise and won't de- be disappointed. You won't. We guarantee it. We guarantee it. Well, what's your name? Today I've been Stan. And I'm always Drew and we're signing off. See you next time. See you and love you.